Church, how was everybody doing this Sunday? Happy Resurrection Sunday. If we can give a shout out of praise to our Father today. Thank you, Lord, for dying on that cross for us and raising from the dead for us, Lord. If we can make our way back to our seats as we get ready to step into the presence of God and what he has for us this morning.
So as we're making our way back to our seats, actually we just start to, to just get into a relaxing mindset and allowing the Lord to, to enter us this morning. Today is not like any other day. Today is the day that our Father rose from the dead and, 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 and did some things, you know? When we talk about our Father dying on the cross and all those lashes and all those bruises he, 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 take, he took for us, it gets you thinking about who would do that for you? You know, do you have somebody close to you who would actually take that bullet for you, who, who would actually take that stab for you, who would actually take that pain for you? But there's somebody who gave up their son. Imagine giving up your kid to somebody. Imagine giving up your kid to save the whole world. I can't even think of that. I can't even grasp, I can't even grasp giving up Judah, sacrificing Judah to save the rest of the world. That's something our father did. He sacrificed his only son so that we can have this freedom that we have, so that we can have this joy that we have. So this morning, guys, I ask you guys to, in remembrance to think about that. Think about what our Jesus, what Jesus Christ has done for us on that cross. Think about when he took those lashes. Think about all those bruises he took, all those scars that he took. When he had no water and they gave him, and they gave him something else to try his mouth out. Think, think about that, think about that time when you were just, you were just stuck and there was nothing you can do. And you were just, just, just in a, in a, in a position where you didn't know what to do or where to go or how to get through. But there was one person sitting there, waiting there, waiting for you to say, I need help. You know, God gave up his son for our help. And let's realize that. Let's realize God gave his only son. I can't imagine giving my only son. I can't. That great sacrifice that he did for us so that we can do the things that we do today. So that we can praise and worship like we do. Guys, let's, like, let's not make this day like any other day. Let the Lord enter this place. Let him use us. Let us change our minds. He died for us. He died for all of our sins so that we can have the victory, so that we can claim and we can sing in all these songs and praise and worship so that we can do these things. So as we rise and get ready to worship the Lord, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you're going to do in this building this morning, Lord. And I ask that you just empty our hearts right now, Lord. Empty our hearts and clear our minds so that we can visualize what you did for us, Lord. So that we can visualize the things that you did on that cross, Lord, the pain that you took. So that we can see at that moment when you said it is finished. Father, I thank you for everything. Lord, we are nothing without you. We are nothing without you. Father, we are worthless without you. Thank you for waking us up today, Lord. And thank you for dying on that cross. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Can we stand and get ready to worship our Father? Those dry bones rattle
greatest disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? This is, this is the sound of the troubles rattling. This is a phrase making dead men walk again.
is crowned with glory now. The Savior now to wash our feet. Now let it be thou. One who wore our sin and shame. Now robed in majesty. Shines for all now shines for a gray light dawns in Galilee. Some say madman, some say king. Wonder-working rebel priest Jesus Christ the Nazarene He knew well what it would take To free us all from sin and grace Perfect man would have to die And only he could pay that price Friday's good cause Sunday's coming Don't lose hope cause Sunday's coming So we let them soldiers take men as his friend betrayed him with a kiss. There before the mock crowd, like a lamb to slaughter, didn't make a sound. Then he carried the cross to.
when he breathed his last breath, bowed his head, the Son of God, and man was dead, with bloody hands, tears on their face, they laid him down inside that grave, but that wasn't the end. But that wasn't the end. That wasn't the end. Let me tell you, can we say that again? Did he breathe his last breath? Did he breathe his last breath? And bowed his head. The Son of God. And man was dead. With bloody hands. Tears on their face. They lay. Oh, 
church arise, he's coming. Hallelujah, 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 he's alive, he's alive, hallelujah, he's alive, he's a prayer, he's high, hallelujah, he's alive, he's alive, can we sing it? He's alive. Hallelujah, he's alive, give him praise, lift him high, hallelujah, he's Father, as we get ready to enter into this service, I ask that you just clear our minds and our heart and allow us to receive what's about to happen in this building this morning. Allow us to be clear and open-minded in this building this morning, Lord. Let us see what God has done in this place. Let us see what God has done in these kids. Let us see what God is going to do in our lives, Lord. Lord, we are nothing without you, and we come to you right now with our arms open wide, and we surrender everything that we have to you, Lord so that we can gain what you have. Father, thank you for what you're going to do in this building, and thank you for what you're going to do in this service. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen.
Long ago, this is what they felt like when it happened. And today, it's how we should feel too. Because what it meant for them, it means for us.
Well, happy Resurrection Day, everybody. Amen. 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 But I don't think our kids are done yet. So if you guys want to be seated just a, another minute, I just want to just kind of step in right here and just really welcome you here to New Hope Community Church. If you've never been here before, we're so happy to have you. Welcome. Um, come again. We, we would love to have you. Uh, we have services um, on Friday night at 7 o'clock as well as Sunday at 1030. And um, as you can see, you know, we are just a church that loves Jesus we accept people for who they are, and we help ordinary people accomplish extraordinary things through Christ. And we have a little tagline here. Amen. We have a little tagline here. It's really simple. Lives are changed here. Lives are changed here. Lives are changed not through a building or not through, but through the power of Jesus Christ, our King. Amen. And that's what, the, that, that's what they were showing through that, that, you know, those things that you carry, the burdens that you carry, right? Jesus nailed every one of those to the cross so that we could walk in newness of life. That's what we celebrate today. Amen? Amen. So we're going to continue celebrating. I just want to pray. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that the tomb is empty and we have good news to tell. Lord, I thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit that is here among us, Lord, touching lives, healing hearts. And Lord, I just, uh, I just thank you that, uh, for the great things that you're going to do today uh, through the rest of this service, through the message, through the baptisms, Lord, and even as we go on today with our families. We, we give you honor and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. you to position you, break you to promote you, and break you to put you in your right place. But when he breaks you, he doesn't hurt you. He doesn't, when he breaks you, he doesn't destroy you. He does it with grace. Ah! Anybody been gracefully broken? Where? Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, Father, tonight we're broken before you. Thank you for handling us with grace. that I am and find my heart on 
Yeah. 
will now take today's offering. Your offering makes an internal impact. Ushers, if you can please come forward to receive the offering. 2 Corinthians 9, 6-8 says, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, Having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Thank you, Lord, for providing for everything we need in abundance. I pray that every need of this ministry would be met through the offering. I pray that you would provide for every person. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let the set free sing a new song on Sunday. 
the reverberation of redemption, an open invitation for every tribe, tongue, and nation to come and see what God has done. His radical love slain in the public square, but when they came to the grave, nobody was there. This is the good news, the fullness of an empty tomb, where death took its final breath at the hands of a man who had been dead himself until Sunday, when everything changed. There's a lot that can change in three days, amen? That's why if you're going through that time and things feel rough, just hang on. Because one day everything can change. And I don't know about you, but I love a good comeback story. Amen? I, I love a good comeback story. How many of you know that the greatest sports comeback in history happened right here in Pittsburgh? 1972, Oakland Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, 22 seconds on the clock, fourth quarter, Oakland Raiders thought that they won. Don't be trying to take my sermon now. <laughs> Oakland Raiders, Pittsburgh Steelers, 22 seconds on the clock, the Raiders thought that they had it. Terry Bradshaw goes back for the pass. He passes it. He throws it. Oh, he tries to hit John Fuqua. But what happens is this Raider by the name of Tatum hits him. And the football bounces off his helmet. And the late, great Franco Harris... From Penn State was just a rookie, 230 pounds, grabs the ball. The ball never touches the ground. He grabs the ball, runs for the touchdown, and the Steelers win. It was a great day. Amen. It was an amazing comeback, and it was a great day for Pittsburgh. But there was a great day for the whole world. Amen. There was a great day for the whole world when Jesus rose up from out of that grave. You know, if we look back, if we look back at that day that Jesus was crucified, religious people that hated Jesus, you know, Jesus was stealing their thunder. Jesus was taking their people and he outsmarted them at every turn. And when they hatched up the scheme to get Judas to betray him for 30 pieces of silver. They probably said, you know what? We finally won. We got him. That's the end to all that. The Roman people, they probably said, you know what? Look at this troublemaker. He calls himself a king, calls himself the king of the Jews. We'll show him who the power is. We'll show him the power that Rome has. And as they nailed him to that cross, they thought, that it was over. And I wonder if the devil and his demons looked on and they, they, they saw Jesus coming and, and casting out demons and preaching the kingdom of God, sending his disciples out. Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the sky. 
But as he was agonizing, I bet at that time, Satan thought that he had won. But guess what? Early on Sunday morning, that ground started to shake. That stone was rolled away. And, and the Spirit of God came into that lifeless body. And Jesus came out of that tomb victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Now that's what I call a comeback. Come on, somebody. I saw those old videos of what they did at Three Rivers Stadium when Franco caught that thing. I think we can give it better to Jesus this morning. Can we get a shout of victory for the greatest comeback ever in history? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus went from a crown of thorns to being crowned in glory, seated at the right hand of God. And because he lives... We shall live also. And the Bible says that as he is, so are we in the world. And because he got up and he came back, you and I can make a comeback no matter what's going on in our life. See, some of us maybe have got off to a rough start. Maybe uh, we didn't have the right family structure in place or, or we were born without enough money or we didn't just we, we had the wrong guidance and we just got let our lives got on track some of us had everything that we needed but we let ourselves get off track we were kind of lured in by the things of this world and we were trying to chase these pleasures and we just got in a hole Maybe you just feel like you don't have any kind of direction. You don't know the right place to go. Well, I can tell you that today you can make Jesus your Lord and Savior. You can be born again and you can live a resurrected life. Because here's the thing, the good news, the good news isn't just about when this body gives out that you get to go to heaven. That's a pretty fit. That's a great retirement plan. Amen. Amen. You got a 401k. I got Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's my retirement plan. I get to go be with Jesus. And that's a good benefit. But here's the thing. That resurrected life, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't start when we die. It starts the moment that you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's when you live to new life here on the earth. You know, um, if you have your Bibles with you, we're going to go very quickly to Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. And we should have it up on the screen. Romans 6, verses 3 through 5. Be reading from the Passion Translation. Verse 3 says, Have you forgotten that all of us who were immersed in the union with Jesus, the anointed one, were immersed into union with his death. Sharing in his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried with him. It'll be all right, buddy. Sharing in his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried with him. So that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the dead, we were also raised with him. We have been co-resurrected with him so that we could be empowered to walk in freshness of new life. Somebody say new life. new life. For since we are permanently grafted into him 
to experience a death like his, we are permanently grafted into him to experience a resurrection like his and the new life that it imparts. In a few minutes here, we're going to do water baptisms. And depending on what faith tradition you come from, what Christian tradition, maybe uh, you don't do baptisms the way that that we do them. Maybe you've saw baptisms done where they sprinkle water or they, they, they baptize babies. And I'm not here to kind of um, talk about the differences, but what we do here is we do what we call a believer's baptism. When Peter preached the first sermon, he, people said, what do we need to do to get saved? He said, repent, believe, and be baptized. So it's, it's hard that if you're a baby to believe the gospel and repent, right? So, so we do what we call believer's baptism. We, we, we believe that you're not baptized to be saved. You're baptized because you are saved. And, and that moment when you say, when that moment when you say yes to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there's something that happens in the spiritual realm that you can't really see. And the baptism, the water baptism is a picture of that moment when you've given your life to Jesus. So what happens is people go into the baptismal tank and I'm in there with them. And as they, as they step into the waters, what we do is the first thing they do is they make a faith declaration, right? Just that they're a believer um, and then we take them down into the water, and that represents that your old man, everything that you were, all your mistakes, all your failures, all your shame, everything that you've done, that in the mind of God, that when you said yes to Jesus, that you were crucified with Christ, that his death was your death. And so that's the symbolism as somebody's going back into the water, that they're actually dying with Christ. And then we put them all the way under the water. The word baptism means fully immersed. We put them all the way under the water. And just as Jesus was buried in a tomb, it's like we're buried in a tomb. But everything, right, our sin, our shame, our guilt, our hurt, all our mistakes, everything that we've done, it's buried with Jesus in the tomb, never to be brought up again. And then... As I bring the person out of the water, just as Jesus was raised from the dead, they're raised to live a new life, to live a resurrected life that they never lived before. We call it the, uh, the, the victorious life. And at the cross, there was this thing called what we call the great exchange. That, that for his, he, he died on the cross so that we might have life and we might have life more abundantly. See, there was an exchange. He who knew no sin became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. He took our sin so that we could be forgiven. He took our sickness so that we could be healed. He took our poverty so that we might become prosperous. He took our chastisement so that we might have his peace. He took our sorrow so that we might have joy unspeakable. And that is Christianity. That's what the Bible teaches, that because of what Jesus did, we live on the victory side of the cross. 
because he was victorious, we are victorious. That's how we live. We're victorious over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And just like he was the light of the world, we become the light of the world. And so, what about you today? Are you living the resurrected life? Are you going from victory to victory, from faith to faith, from glory to glory? Or are you just stuck? Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you need a comeback? Do you need a mulligan? Do you need a second, do you need that second chance at life? I've come to tell you that not only does it give you a second chance, it gives you a third chance, a fourth chance. I don't know, I think I'm on 77th chance, amen? It wasn't for his grace and it wasn't for his mercy. But today, as we celebrate the risen Christ, I want to just uh, close before we do baptisms. If you, and if you're here today and you're a believer, you've given your life to Jesus, you can be baptized today. You didn't have to tell me or sign up. Um, but if you don't know Jesus, I want to give you that opportunity to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. If I could just ha have every eye closed and every head I just want to give you that opportunity. The Bible says that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means that every person alive is a sinner and that we broke God's laws. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. One face Jesus. One day we will. But the good news is that Jesus stepped down from heaven, became a man, lived the life that we could never live, and he died the death that we should have died. And on that cross, he paid the price for every sin that you have, every sin. And all you've got to do is by faith, it doesn't cost you anything, but it cost the Son of God his very life. We'll never know the price that he paid on that cross. But you can say, yes, today, I want to make Jesus my Lord and Savior. You can do that. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, if that's you today, I just need you to do this. Just slip up a hand in the air and say, today I want to make Jesus my Lord and Savior. Is there anybody here today? Anybody in this sanctuary? Amen. If we could all just stand to our feet. Lord, we thank you for the greatest comeback of all time. We thank you that you are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. And we thank you, Lord, that you died in our place for our sins. We thank you for your grace and mercy in our life. And Lord, we know that because you can bring the dead to life, that there's nothing that we're facing that is impossible. There's not a thing that is too big for you. So Lord, as we go and as we go into baptisms, Lord, I pray that you would just bless each and every person who's gonna be baptized today. Lord, but I pray a blessing on every person in here as they go out on their with their families or do whatever they're gonna do today. I pray that you would be the center of every celebration. 
and that they would be able to raise their gaze above their problems, above their struggles, above the things that they contend with, and they would look to you for every solution, for every, uh, for every uh, difficulty, for every addiction, for every failure, for every shortcoming, and know that you have overcome them all. We thank you, Lord. We give you honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You guys may be seated. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get changed. And so if you're here and you're going to get baptized, I want to encourage you guys to stay and watch the baptisms. You can kind of position yourself in the church wherever you want to. And uh, back in the back uh, far right, there's rooms that you can change. There's locks on the door. And so uh, if you're already in what you want to be baptized in or you just, you didn't bring anything and said, you know what, I want to be baptized today, you can roll up and just get in line and we'll get ready to do this, okay? I'll see you guys in a little bit. Hey, before I, go and, uh, before I go and get dressed really quick, I just want to give a quick shout out to my mother-in-law, Liz Aspiotis, who's over there talking, probably won't even hear me. 80th birthday today. Could we give her a round of applause? And then as you guys are getting changed and getting ready to see the baptisms, we just got a quick announcement just for what's going on this weekend coming up. Hey, everybody. Happy Resurrection Day. Woo! Jesus! Um, I just wanted to let you know that we are continuing to have events to raise money for our L.A. Dream Center missions trip. And next Saturday, we're going to be hosting a canvas painting event. You know, has anyone ever gone to paint canvases with your friend or family? It's really fun, and we're going to have that. We have Rob, an amazing artist um, who goes to church here. The kids call him Mr. I. He used to um, teach art at Ambridge, and he's so good, and he's going to be leading it. And so I really hope you come. It's only $10, so come, bring your friends, bring your family, and it's for a good cause. We hope to see you there. And we also still have honey in the back for sale. We have a few more left if you want some from Trey's Bees. We've got um, Karen's Fudge back there. So please come back. And we're also selling tickets today for the event or any of the other events coming up that are in your bulletin. So thank you. I hope you have a really blessed celebration today.
Alrighty, guys, we're gonna start baptisms. If we can make our way around the baptismal tank over here in the corner. Ryland, if you can make your way to the baptismal tank. Alrighty guys, if we can just get a little silence and just start making our way around the baptism as we get ready to do our first baptism of today. So I just want you to just want you to share um, just your name and why you want to be baptized today. I'm Jen, Jen Ivanison, and uh, I put some time into this, some careful thought into this. I was I was baptized when I was a baby, but. Uh, So after educating myself, I learned that I needed to repent 